Nerd alert! What's up, my nerd devil? You are such a geek. is a geek. I specifically said no geeks. But my mom says I'm cool. I'm a nerd. <gasps> so am I. What's up, my nerd? What's up, everybody? I am Enrique. Right there is Donald. What's up, my nerds? What's up, my geeks? And this is I am. Beg your pardon. I am the nerd. He's a geek podcast, a podcast that brings you all things nerd and all things geek. Goddamn right. On a shoestring budget. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, uh, you know what? I, I want to mention it, Donald, just because we started and I think we're on a good roll now, but we tried starting earlier and uh, no success. And I, this song came to mind. If you will, if will allow me I to felt, play it. I felt like a stormtrooper, to be honest. <laughs> if you will allow me to play it. <laughs> yeah, we had some technical difficulties, but you guys will never hear that because I re- I uh, I deleted it. <laughs> but it was pretty funny at the time. Just thought I'd mention it. Okay. <laughs> so but, what's up, Donald? What's up? How's your week been? The week has been fulfilling. Can't can't lie. You know, we're here another Mando Monday. Oh, what a good Mando Monday we got for you today. Oh yeah, so oh, good yeah. that we're going to talk about it. Oh, <laughs> that's what we do. It's what we do on Mando Mondays. But <laughs> what we do. But before we get to that, I know you got a couple of uh, interesting news that uh, we wanted to share with some some of you fine folk listening. Oh yeah. So anyways, uh, I guess we're getting to the news. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, whatever. Uh, See? No, 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 no. So here, here we go. So uh, a couple of <laughs> things. Uh, so as we all know, at this point, Wonder Woman is coming to HBO Max and the theaters all on the same day, December 25th. Also, we know HBO Max is teamed up with uh, WB. They're creating a lot of, uh, you know, cool content, content and uh, DC content. And it looks like everything that WB releases in the movie will also be released on HBO Max the same day. So that is kind of cool news. Absolutely. I also, I'm still I'm still uh, I'm still hopeful that there will be at least one or two movie theaters, at least in our area, that will be mm-hmm. open. They can see Wonder Woman. Yes. I mean this this is pretty this changes the game as it, when it comes to it new really re- when it comes to new releases and uh streaming and you know paying for it in the theaters I mean that's I I it's going to change a lot of how we absorb content now Yeah it's like every I think people don't see it or some people do see it or re- I see it really as like at one time everyone listened to vinyl records right everyone I mean that's how you consumed music and then the tapes came out in a track and then you had the CD and then everything else kind of faded away like tapes, a tracks and vinyl at different times. And the CD was, was kind of King. And then all of a sudden now that faded away and now we have streaming. You can stream music on Spotify or Apple or whatever your choice is, Amazon music. And people don't consume music the same way. Obviously people still listen to music. They just don't consume it the same way. So I think we're at a point in our history where it's like, we're not going to consume movies the same way. We may not go to movie theaters. Well, now will movie theaters 
become like no more no of course not just like tapes and vinyl is no more it has a a small a small small smaller audience just like maybe theaters will now you know it'll just be a small small niche kind of you know i like to see the movies in the theater that's the way they're you know just like where how people listen to vinyl it's like i like to listen to vinyl because that's the way it was meant to be you know listen to them blah 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 mm-hmm. so kind of we're at a neat uh strange point in time i think the 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 interesting thing too is i feel i mean how many you know, uh, movie distributors are out there. Like I know of AMC, Edwards, um, Cine, Cinemark, I think, right? Cinemark, Harkin. Um, will will certain ones begin to fall? And well, we know Edwards fall, right? They filed for bankruptcy and whatnot. Did they? Yeah. Okay. I think AMC is on the verge. Hmm. I mean, I know for here, those are the two biggest ones. Yeah, because there's every every 10 miles there's there's one away from each other yeah i just i just think it's kind of i mean it's sad but kind of neat in a way because like we're really really literally at a crossroads in our in our history of time of entertainment and stuff like you can look back on it like that was the time that's when it kind of fell apart yeah well this this year pretty much you know shows where everything is and where everything's going and maybe for the better and i know right now it's pretty bad so yeah I can't, I, I can't really you know say that it's all good but it's not <laughs> exactly exactly so on to uh i guess we'll get to some uh more fun news as Enrique and Enrique may not remember but i do you remember when we were uh we're working together and i gave you an idea of like hey we should open up a uh a restaurant that has uh that serves nothing but cereal i believe yes i remember we had you had several ideas they all yeah, sound good. That, that, was, that was one of them. So basically, <laughs> in New Jersey, someone has done that idea. No, they and haven't. They have a SpongeBob challenge where you have to eat. I may be wrong, so if anybody looks this up, but there's like 32 different brands of cereal they have, part of the cereal bar. And if you could eat all of the cereals in one bowl, it takes a gallon of milk, gallon of milk to fill the bowl. You get your name on the wall and a picture and a shirt and everything. And they basically they just serve cereal at this restaurant. It looks pretty cool. Is it SpongeBob themed or is it just that's the? It's not. They, I guess SpongeBob is sponsoring this uh, challenge, like oh. the loading or whatever. So it has to do with SpongeBob's. Um, I don't know. Maybe I made this cereal at one time. You know, what I mean, other than that, uh, I just know it's for some reason SpongeBob themed. But um, the restaurant isn't SpongeBob themed. It's just this challenge. Oh, so it's not like its own like own business or anything like that. Like no, 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 no. It's it's its own bit. Bu- so this challenge is, I guess, sponsored by SpongeBob, but. If you don't want to do the challenge, then the whole restaurant is in theme. It's themed SpongeBob. It's just breakfast, you know, just cereal. Actually, not even breakfast, just cereal. Yeah, yeah. So, um, there's that's that. That actually sounds pretty pretty cool. Do you think you could do it? Uh no. I think it'd be really sick. A gallon of milk. Ugh. You don't like milk. We, but don't you? Well, eat it's not kind of... I don't like milk. I don't think you can drink that much of milk. A whole gallon of milk. Because I guess all these cereal, you know, they put. I saw. I actually saw it on Instagram and then they're showing, you know, what it looks like. It's showing the little video and it's a big, big, big bowl of all this, obviously these 30 cereals and a gallon of milk. It's a lot. It's a lot of food. I don't think I can do that. <laughs> Challenge accepted. There you go. If you like cereal, head on down to New Jersey and uh, check it out. Don't really know what else to talk about news wise. I had something that slipped out of my head. Don't do drugs. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we always have something and we, we mean to write it down and we don't. <laughs> All right. Well, 
I think we should just get to what everybody's looking forward to on a Monday. Mando Monday. Mando they want, so they can stop skipping, skipping forward right now, pushing <laughs> the fast forward. Are they uh, there yet? Hmm? No, but we are now. Okay. All right, so Mando Mondays here for your enjoyment. Do it. So let me just start off by saying the shortest episode, really good episode. Really good episode. And uh, I don't know if you were aware of this and, excuse me, I don't know if you were aware of this, Donald, but the the action sequences in this in this current or this recent episode was very reminiscent to somebody who i've enjoyed their movies and it wasn't until the end credits where i found out it was in fact that's mr. what i saw to yeah. mr robert rodriguez robert, i we, me and my wife both went robert rodriguez <laughs> i was like now it all makes sense because and it we'll felt, get into it, it. Felt very, yeah, it felt like that. Very Robert Rodriguez E. Yeah. So, uh, where do we start? Where do we start, Donald? Right from the beginning. That's what we usually do, right? Yeah, dude, <laughs> I, I, yeah, that's usually a good place to start. Start. <laughs> um, I will say this: I want to get it out of the way. Like John Favreau, I think needs a, a hand of applause and a round of applause because he's single-handedly just kind of saving Star Wars. Um, Star Wars is always cool, and I'm not someone. There you go. There it is. Uh, I'm not someone that you know kind of nitpicks at everything, but they just you know like the Rise of Skywalker was cool. They had some cool parts, but it just didn't do much for me. Last Jedi, I really didn't like. I'll be honest, I did like Force Awakens. I was like, oh, this is cool. Okay, we're we're headed in a good direction, but then kind of fell apart. But yeah, this is just like consistently every week, really, really good, and like kind of bringing things that like it's like yeah this is yeah bring this in yeah yeah yeah. so he he's very much you know um taking a lot of what feloni did in right. rebels the things i think people like yeah and and those were really good stories and that's why everybody i mean if you're a star wars fan i'm pretty sure you saw them so if you if you saw those in rebels you saw how good those stories were and, and were invested in them and this is just exact but now it's brought to life you know with live action yeah it's done really well so hats off to john favreau thank you so much what's funny too is i feel now like i don't even remember these most recent star wars films like now they're just like a a drop in the bucket when it comes to star wars yeah yeah i don't i don't ever really go out of my way to watch them on disney plus like i'll even watch some of the the prequels the george lucas ones even though those weren't the greatest either but but I can't help but not watch Mandalorian over and over again. Yeah, I mean, the episode comes out and you watch it, you're like, oh, that was good. Let's watch it again. <laughs> so when we get it started, we have it uh, from the beginning. We Well, when we left, I forget the planet again, <laughs> that, that Mando found uh, um, Ahsoka that she told him to go to this planet called Tython. Tython, yes. We all know Tython, especially if we read the graphic novels. They mention it a lot. We, we find Mando and, and the child, Grogu, 
um, just just before they land on Tython, and this is their little re- interaction, and it's a little sad because it, it it's almost as if Mando knows he's gonna go away in a way. Right, right, right. Um, kind of like saying goodbye in, in a weird, strange way. So he kind of um, starts playing with Grogu, you know, keeping him, you know, aware of his his abilities, and he kind of scares Gro- Grogu at one point because he he kind of. Uh, he w- he said something in the in I I don't remember the term he said but it's it's a reference like good job or oh my god like but it, in an exciting way we have right here that I have the clip of Mando kind of putting his uh his thoughts towards Grogu. Yeah. It was a good clip. You're very special, kid. We're gonna find that place you belong, and they're gonna take real good care of you. This is Tython. That's where we're gonna try and find you a Jedi. But you have to agree to go with them if they want you to. Understand? Plus, I can't train you. You're too powerful. Don't you want to learn more of that Jedi stuff? I agreed to take you back to your own kind, so that's what I need to do. You understand, right? So yeah, he's pretty much giving him his uh, his two heartfelt, yeah, and heartfelt speech saying, you know, do you feel like Grogu really understands Mando's emotions, his feelings towards yeah, it? Yeah, I think he does. I really do. I think he does. Um, which is why I think he has a connection with the Mando. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see if he actually, because I think it's inevitable that a Jedi now what Jedi it will be. I'm not sure. I have my own theories, but someone's gonna come for uh, uh Grogu at the end of the season. Now is he gonna want to leave? That I think that's a bigger question. You mean Grogu? Yes. Okay. I you, I thought you meant like if Mando gives it gives like really. No, Mando will give him up, but I don't know if Grogu's gonna want to leave. Yeah, I, I think. I don't know. It's hard to say because when we last left uh, the two with Ahsoka, she pretty much said, "We're gonna we you leave it up to Grogu to to get on this rock and and make his decision." Yeah. So, I don't know. It, it kind of seems well in this episode. It almost seems like, uh, in a way, he's kind of forced to question mark. Um. Yeah. I don't know, but l- let's 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 move forward in uh, throughout the yeah. throughout this new episode. So, I got a little clip right here just before. Uh, so they get to Tython. I wasn't very um. What's the word I'm looking for? Um. Impressed with the. With a mountain or whatever the hell that they were they that they needed uh that they needed oh, okay. to be on, yeah, it just looked like a bunch of rocks and some monoliths. <laughs> there you go. And uh, Mando goes, "All right, well, you can't land on this, so we're gonna have to we're gonna have to fly your ass over there to to the center of this uh you know mountain." And this is what yeah. that sounded like. I guess this is it. 
See, even he says it. Well, I guess this is it. <laughs> yeah, he's like, well, I mean, cause it did kind of. It was that was. I mean, it was kind of anticlimactic. It's like, really, that's it. But they kind of you... they kind of build it up to. We're like, all right, we're gonna see, um, you know, an, an ancient temple? yeah, an ancient temple, and then a, another mountain on top of it, or or something. But it wasn't really the case. So we get to the mountain, and you know, he puts. Uh, he's all, this must be the rock. He puts Grogu on the rock, and he says, all right, do your stuff, kid. Like, you know, let's get going. <laughs> And uh, Grogu's just sitting there. He's just like, "Come on, kid! Now it's now or never. You know, do your thing." And he's still sitting there. And then, on uh, then the uh, stormtroopers come, and because uh, he's well, actually no, I'm sorry. Yeah, don't don't skip surprise, up the main. Surprise! I don't want to give it away. If we can get a little drum roll. Oh yeah, we can. I think this Maybe is the not, correct but, button. Oh, oh. oh, I think this is the correct no. button. Let me let me make All sure. Right. <laughs> oh, girls are screaming! There we go. <laughs> Did it do it right? <laughs> yeah, that was a drum roll. Anticlimactic. Uh, surprise, surprise! This Boba Fett comes. Yeah, and uh, sees the Mando. Mando goes down. He goes, "Uh, come on, kid. Uh, we we'll go see what that is. You know, hurry up, do do your thing." <laughs> and he goes down. He's like, and of course, Boba Fett's like, "Give him my damn armor." <laughs> he's like, "Uh, I'm not gonna do that. It belongs to a Mandalorian." He's like, "Well, that's my armor, son. Give it up smooth." For I bricked his best guard in your your Mando ass. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and this is what this is. Uh, this is that clip too. Okay, that's really how it went. Are you Jedi? Or are you after the child? I'm here for the armor. If you want my armor, you'll have to peel it off my dead body. I don't want your armor. I want my armor. That you got from Cobb Van back on Tatooine. It belongs to me. Are you Mandalorian? I'm a simple man making his way through the galaxy. Like my father before me. Did you take the creed? I give my allegiance to no one. The Beskar belongs to the Mandalorians. It was looted from us during the Purge. The armor was my father's. Now it's mine. What's to stop me from dropping you right where you stand? Because I have a sharpshooter up on that ridge with a lock scope that will unload by the time my body hits the ground. I'm the one wearing Beskar. As soon as I see that muzzle flash, you're both dead. I didn't mean she was going to shoot you. My friends locked on to that little companion of yours up on the hinge. And if you remember, I don't miss. Finnick? Finnick. Finnick is back as well. Yes. Um, so in season one, Finnick was left for dead by Mando. And yeah. by all accounts, we thought she was dead. But at the end of that episode, and I can't remember which one it was exactly, but we see footsteps that were going towards her body. And, mm-hmm. appara- and apparently it was Boba Fett's. So, so here's, here's another thing. The one thing this is staying true to uh, Star Wars, I guess, canon or universe. Do they just, does no one ever die? Because <laughs> it seems like everyone gets brought back. Uh, yeah, well. Be it Darth Maul, be it uh, Fennec, be it Boba Fett, be it Palpatine. <laughs> does, nobody, <laughs> does nobody die ever just kind of comes back? They have a way to come back? Well, so maybe Anakin's still alive somewhere. <laughs> Who knows? Well, at the rate they're going, I mean, I don't know if you're familiar with uh, any of the Fast and Furious movies, but. Nobody seems to die in that in that either. So there you go. Just bring them all back. 
I feel like this was an episode for Boba Fett fans, and I'll tell you why. Go ahead. So if you watched it, especially if I think if you were alive, or not live, but like watched it in the theaters, like Empire Strikes Back, you're like, ooh, who is this character? He's awesome. Yeah, just, you know, the toys, yeah. The toys come out, and you're just like, yeah. You're like, oh, he's going to be in Return of the Jedi. Ah! You go and watch the movie, and he's like, oh, he's not in Return of the Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> and then that's all we hear about. So then you get, you know, you're a little older, and then all of a sudden the, the prequels come out, and you're like, oh, this one's going to have, this one's going to have Boba Fett. No, it's Django Fett and Boba Fett's a child. <laughs> so it's like you, we finally got to see Boba Fett really in action and you know do his thing. So I think it was a kind of like you want to say a love letter to the Boba Fett fans. You know what? That's true because without a doubt, Boba Fett, even though in, in the originals he he stood out, you know, as someone like wow, look at oh, this guy, in, this this guy in this this kick ass armor, but he never got his I guess his due justice through exactly. So. This one, this episode, pretty much puts it all to see, puts it all, puts it all to bed, and and shows how how big Boba Fett really is, and yes, and how important or how badass he is, I should say. So we 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 find out that uh, that uh, Finnick is alive, and it was Boba Fett that saved her, and whatever he did to her, I don't know if he made her a machine or what, but she kind of opened like, up her stomach, and yeah, there was all these uh, you know. There was all these... yeah, part of the Star Wars canon. Like, you know, if you're gonna bring something back, they gotta be part machine. <laughs> uh, man, I wish I had a an arm like Anakin's or even looks. That'd be kind of cool. Looks kind of cool, yeah. <laughs> and, all right, you can dream. <laughs> all right, so uh, so they they're conversating, and then they they see uh, another ship come down, and they realize that. It is a bunch of stormtroopers. So Mando, in that interaction just before, Mando puts down his, which I didn't understand. Puts throughout, down the jetpack. Yeah, he, why he puts it down, even though he was asked to by Boba Fett. Yeah, I don't understand why he didn't pick it up throughout the episode, but I guess there's reasons for it. And I don't know, but anyway. Um, so he, Mando runs back up to where the where he put the child, and this is that interaction. So Grogu's forcing out on that stone in the middle of the... Totally forcing out. That's cool. And knocks Mando out as he's trying to get him, saying, like, hey, come on, let's go, kid. It's like, no, it's not happening right now, bro. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I don't know about you, but it was was interesting to see the the, the position uh, Grogu was in. He kind of reminded me automatically of Yoda and his... Yeah. And it was was pretty crazy. But, uh, yeah, he gets knocked out for like a minute, and then at that time... Boba Fett and uh, Finnick, they're trying to avoid or trying to shoot down <laughs> the stormtroopers. And they do do so very successfully. Yes, I mean, but also before that, before we get into the comical side of it, um, the, they did at that point, did they, because I know they do it, but at that point, did they destroy uh, Mando's ship? No. When they that, came down, or that later? That's that's later. Oh, okay. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so, so they have the stormtroopers, and they come out just to get target practiced on, so that's cool. Which, by the way, um, 
for legal reasons, we should have said this to begin with, but spoilers. Spoilers. <laughs> you can add that in later. All right. All right. Let me just do that little bumper. Spoilers. spoilers. All right. So, uh, yeah, the stormtroopers are coming out. Mando's still knocked out. So this is where we see the man, the myth, the legend, Boba Fett. Boba Fett oh, yeah. out, get, kicking everybody's ass. And... Well, not before, not not just before he gets his armor. He actually, without his armor, yeah, yeah, that's got his uh his little flower stick. He has like it looked like a flower at the end of it with a little pointy thing, and then pretty much mm-hmm. does this to all the stormtroopers. dude i know so correct me if i'm wrong Enrique, and please feel free to do if you have a different opinion but okay so i'm watching this episode and again i got the same thing after the episode's done but i'm watching this episode i'm like this just feels violent like <laughs> like <laughs> yes. and i'm okay with it i'm not saying like it's bad i'm, I'm all here for it but i'm like it feels violent and just kind of awesome like it's kicked up a notch which i liked and not that i had a problem before but like, uh, if Star Wars violence out of a one to a ten is always at like when it gets, you know, it's violent, it gets to like a six. This was like at a hard eight or nine. I was like, what the heck? And then, of course, at the end, Robert Rodriguez, I was like, oh, okay, awesome. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It, I, it I, felt I, so violent. It it did, and and I think it's because of it's because of when Boba Fett's, you know, killing everybody. Well, not killing. But destroying all the stormtroopers. Well, he did stab that guy. Oh yeah, like, right through, the stormtrooper right through the chest. So I mean, that was that was. I've never seen like a stormtrooper die that way. They usually get hit by the lasers, they fall. But that was like penetration. <laughs> I think too the the way it was shot too because if if you're familiar with Robert Rodriguez's work, he he tends to to shoot a lot of violence that where you see blood splatter you know after a, a very vicious hit in this case it was the stormtroopers helmets or you know their armor like yeah just torn apart torn apart crashed almost you know like donald said very very violently but it was badass dude i think i think robert yeah, Rodri- looked, looked i think great. robert rodriguez for this specific episode was the perfect pick to to direct it yeah i, I agree totally agree so we got we got that going on mando still kind of uh knocked out and then we have, uh, then we have, you know, uh, Finnick and, and Boba Fett. And at one point Boba Fett sees, um, the razor crest and, and says, all right, I got to get my armor. Yeah. So in the midst of all that, they, they seem to almost, uh, they almost seem to be overwhelmed. And then all of a sudden we get the return, the actual definitive the return, actual return of Boba Fett. <laughs> they're running for their lives i love that i was like finally the best decision they can make <laughs> <laughs> yeah because all all through that that 
that scenario when it was, uh, you know, the, the stormtroopers, all, all you really hear in my mind, as well as yours, Donald's, is all you hear is really yeah. is, is this. <laughs> stormtroopers are so useless. They're so useless. <laughs> Like just once, I want to see them like hit, hit something. I almost <laughs> thought they were. I thought they were gonna know, like no. So they they um, I remember the the little part too as well as um, you know once once Boba Fett puts on the armor, he has he he puts his knee down like his his leg and then shoots like missiles off his knee. Yeah, I was like, oh shit, that's pretty dope. Well, uh, they they make the stormtroopers retreat. We get the tragedy. We get the tragedy. That's what this this episode was called. Get the tragedy. What what was that tragedy down? Well, you get the the dark troopers, uh uh Moff Gideon's heading on in and uh he uh I guess you want to say deploys the uh the dark troopers and they come down looking all kind of badass, which my whole thing is if you have dark troopers, why not start with the dark troopers? Because <laughs> they, they seem like they get shit done. So anyway, side note, uh they take Grogu. You know, because Grogu has finished doing his um force meditation, I guess you want to call it. And the shields let down, and he's like weakened from his uh, force meditation, and they just scoop him up and take off. And uh, you know, uh, Boa Fett's in his uh, ship, and he he's got a lock on him, and he can take out the ship. But then uh, Mando's like, no, 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 call him off. But you know, don't hurt the child. Right, right. Um, yeah, I think to answer your question, this is just me spitballing here, but I think um, the, the Empire, or you know, whatever this this portion of the empire is i don't think they have the budget to to actually <laughs> um send those uh dark what were they called the the dark troopers right? dark troopers yes yeah. um but the, yeah a set of four of them and they and they actually they seem to be like very very tall tall yeah. troopers yeah yeah um but they're machine right am i they get shit done though yeah when what's cool too is they they pretty much Fly down from the space, the the ship that they're in. They fly down. They grab the kid and fly yeah. back up, like with fly with ease. Up. Yeah, I'm like, all right, shit's taken care of, guys. <laughs> Why not just start with that? <laughs> so many lives could have been saved. So Grogu is uh, he's taken. He's taken. He's uh, Moff Gideon's got him. He's gonna start doing his experiments. He's got his uh, you know, got his uh, guinea pig, I guess you could say. They they mentioned too that they're gonna go back. Um, wherever they're they're coming out of hyper uh, light speed, they're gonna talk to or they're gonna contact the doctor, right? The doctor that took whatever blood yeah. from him before. Yeah. yeah. So Grogu's gone. Mando's there with uh, Boba Fett and Finnick. And then in the inter- in their interaction that they had was for the armor for for the safety of the child. So now Boba Fett pretty much is in debt. Or yeah, he's in debt to. His, uh... Mando to Mando and they're going to help Mando out, which is uh, a little surprising because we all know that Boba Fett was a bounty hunter kind of like he said in the beginning, he's just a simple man trying to make his way through the galaxy. He, he has kind of a purpose, which is uh, other than, you know, bounty hunting. I mean, yeah, I guess I guess when I when I look at I'm trying to think about it now I guess I saw bounty hunting as a as a bad thing but I mean in the beginning now that I in in the first season of Mandalorian well he was a he's a bounty hunter and he's 
capturing bad guys. So right. it didn't, it didn't, it didn't register right away. Well, I, yeah, I think, I mean, maybe you have to just get a little older, <laughs> but when I was a kid and I saw the movie, I was like, I was like, obviously I think both of was the bad guys hanging out with the galaxy, with the empire and the galaxy. And it seems like he was on their side more. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. There you then go. you get older, like, oh, okay. And then and you kind of learn more about it and re- maybe read a couple of things and like, oh, okay. He's just kind of, he's not really bad. He's not really, you know, I guess you know, when you watch this show, you're like, maybe he's leaning towards more good. He just does maybe like an anti hero. And we all know that Django Fett had pretty much, you know, money was oh, involved. Yeah. You know what I mean? Money. Yeah. 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 Money yeah, was, that. yeah. So, um, yeah. The, the 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 episode is pretty short, but at the end of this, this is pretty much coming towards the end. But uh, they go back to where uh, Cara Dune is, and I forget. Oh that. yeah, you got Cara Dune again, and and uh, Mando asks for a little bit of help, and this is that interaction. There you go, Cara Dune, Marshal of the New Republic. I heard rumors you might have gone legit. I wouldn't go that far. I need your help. Name it. I need you to locate someone in the prison registry. See what I can do. Ex-Imperial sharpshooter, last name Mayfeld. Apprehended near the Delestri system on a derelict prison ship. Megs Mayfeld, serving 50 years in the Carthon chop fields for spring a prisoner himself. Accessory to the death of a New Republic officer. Sounds like a real piece of work. What do you want with him? I need to spring him to help me locate Moff Gideon's light cruiser. You know how I feel about the Empire. But these stripes mean there are rules I need to follow. They have the kid. Yeah, Migs Mayfield is coming back, and who's playing? Yeah, I was really excited. Bill Burr's character, Migs Mayfield. I was like, I was excited with that. I'm like, oh man, so that's gonna be the. You know, that's probably gonna be the next episode. He's gonna spring him, get him out, and he's got like a little uh, ragtag uh, crew right now to get in Yoda because he's gonna have Migs Mayfield, he's gonna have Fennec, he's gonna have Boba Fett himself, and uh, it looks like he's uh, gearing up. Yeah, I, I, I really liked Bill Burr's character in the the the, the episode yeah. in the first season that he that yeah, he was in. Um. It's it. It almost was like in that episode when we first were introduced to him that he was that was one and done. You know, I I wasn't really expecting to see him ever again. I wasn't but either. That was a surprise. This was yeah a pretty pretty big surprise, and which was cool because now we're gonna see where he stands with with Mando because he's the one that pretty much got him locked up the last time we yeah. seen him. <laughs> yeah, so we'll see how that goes. But he is gonna spring him, so it's kind of like eh, you know yeah, but I'm gonna get you out, so it's cool. Um, so yeah, they, 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 they're going to do that. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, that, so, I mean, that, I mean, I, I mean, obviously, I mean, that's how the next episode is going to go, which brings us to what episode seven. Yes. So that's how that episode is going. Then we just have the showdown down in episode eight. And, uh, yeah, the end of this episode was, was really interesting too. Um, because we, we get to see a little bit more of, uh, Grogu's powers. Yes, the end of the episode was really awesome. And um, they walk to... in and you see them messing with the uh, the stormtroopers, force choking them and everything. Cool. <laughs> the useless stormtroopers. Yeah. And so uh, not only do they get shot, but now they're getting force choked. 
Um, and Moff Gideon, he's pretty impressed, and he's just there smiling, mm-hmm. watching. Like, yeah, because they're like, uh, should we stop him? No, 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 let him keep going. <laughs> no. Let, let's see what he does, and uh, this is what that sounded like. Captain, stop. Wait. He's tired. You've gotten very good with that. But it makes you oh so sleepy. Have you ever seen one of these? From years past. You're not ready to play with such things. Libel put an eye out for one of these. Looks like you could use a nice long sleep. Put it in shackles. Hmm. We got a little shackles. <laughs> um, the, the, the funny thing, too, is. Uh... He gets knocked out, right? And then they put him in shackles, but they're like literally like the size of like small little packets of donuts. Yeah, that's kind of sad. It's like the little, <laughs> you know, little shackles. Like, oh, come on. Um, yeah, the the interesting, and I just, I just remember, I just now I'm thinking about it as as I hear it was he Moff Gideon asked Grogu, like, do you remember seeing? Kind of like, have you? you yeah. Do you have you do you remember seeing this before like in yeah. old in days of past right and i don't know if you've actually seen it on instagram or, or or on any social media but there was like some sort of fan art that depict grogu holding the uh the dark saber mm. almost like a lightsaber but he was decked out in you know jedi gear and i thought it was kind of oh, interesting wow. you know what i mean like that is kind of interesting yeah where are they gonna go with that possibly you know we have to we we have to wait a whole Gotta wait all week. <laughs> I'm hoping for the okay. So also with the obviously the next one, he's breaking out. Um, you know, makes me feel, and they're gonna set up their plan to take out. You know, obviously to get Yoda, but also I hope they flash to Yoda in his little cell, and I hope he has like flashbacks so we could see kind of his past. Grogu's past. I think that I think that could be interesting. Yeah, Grogu's past. Okay, maybe. I, I, yeah, I mean, I would I would like to see him. You know, kind of like think about some. You know, maybe like in a. He can kind of think about his past. It's coming to him, maybe, and like we could kind of flesh out, kind of maybe what happened, or they might keep that still hidden. But who knows? All right, so let's. I let, just want to know. I, I let's so let's um let's talk uh you know what ifs or um yeah okay. what what people are saying out there right now. So what what have you heard or what have you read other than your I ideas? Try, yeah, to be honest, I try not to read anything because I don't really want to know. It's okay if I guess it because. You know, I can't control what I think, but I don't want to know what anybody else thinks because I'm like, what if they're right? Then I know a little time and then it just doesn't feel as good. But if I think it and it's right, then I feel good. <laughs> that was a long explanation. <laughs> so this is what I think. I really think Luke is coming into this series somehow. Okay. I don't know how, but I think he's going to reach out to Grover maybe the last episode and maybe like the last scene of the last last. Like that'll be the cliffhanger. Or though that could be kind of too dumb because they did that in Force Awakens. Um. Maybe it'll be like a a, a a force ghost of maybe Kenobi. 
Could that be cool? Maybe. Okay. Maybe. Maybe a, a fourth ghost of even Anakin. Maybe. Possibly, but someone's got to reach out to this kid. Not much. I'm not sure who. Yeah, because uh, he he actually was on that that, or at least it seemed like it was a long time. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He actually he put a signal out there, so we know that happened. So someone's got to come for this kid. I just it's got to. I just trying to think of who it could be. You know, Thrawn has to be in, introduced somehow. Like he's got to come in. There's only two episodes left, which means Ezra has to be there somewhere. Uh, my money is on Ezra popping up as, as yes, somebody. Yeah, I was thinking that he might pop up like to take the child. Um, I think we won't see. I think Moff Gideon will come to the end of this season. Right, possibly. And I also think that while Moff Gideon is not really the antagonist of this whole scenario, I think we will get Thrawn introduced yeah. a little bit. Yeah, yeah I, I, it has to because they brought up his name. It's too iconic. Like they're gonna have to bring him into it. I think he might even be the villain for the next uh, next season. I could see that. I also, yeah. I also want to see, and even though they they teased it, I I also want to see Bo-Katan come back, and I think she'll be in the last yeah, episode. Yeah, I think she's coming back. Yeah, I think she's coming back the last episode. I was gonna mention. Yeah, totally right. Um, I also think. I also think. Um, what was I gonna ask you? Now I forgot. Never mind. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, I. Oh, yeah, because I wasn't going to ask you anything. Did you see that Rosario Dawson signed on to three Star Wars movies? No, I did not really. Yeah, yeah, she signed on to three, not just series, but like movies. It said. Well, they they I know initially they offered her a really good deal. Now I didn't know if I didn't know that included included movies because I know yeah. there 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 is talks or there is. It is going to happen her her own, you know, spin-off I guess of the series. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 that would be great. I'd watch it. They they also on top of that in other Star Wars news, Obi-Wan the the series of Obi-Wan is going to start filming next Oh, is that actually happening? Yes, they're now they're going to start oh, cool. they're going to start production um like, on Is it going to take place like General Kenobi that kind of time period or That I don't know. Not, uh, okay. I'm That'd not sure cool. exactly, but Here's the interesting thing. I read it somewhere and I don't know where they would be able to do this or how they would portray this, you know, local metropolitan city as a Star Wars city, but they're going to film in Boston. Nice. So how that's going to work, I don't know. Movie magic. I, I, I have been to Boston before and I think maybe there is an area where they might be able to make it look Star Wars star wars like and that's probably salem yeah 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 um but that's just but that's just me i don't i'm not i i don't know i i'm i i only know is that they're going to start production come january 2021 that's all movie magic it works yeah so all these interesting theories man like i i i like let's, just, let's oh. get the next let's next thing next friday come on the other thing too is there's and this is this is getting a lot of talk that it, it there is a possibility of of uh, Mace Windu being in the mix. I hear that, yeah. So who knows? He might pop up because you know he's dead, but apparently nobody dies in Star Wars universe. Or so. is he? Or is he? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, we got a we got a lot of stuff to. Uh, Disney got to give us a lot of gifts, and then hopefully, you know what? I'm not gonna 
I'm not going to be disappointed in what they give me, honestly, because what they've something, given me. It, they're going to give you something and you'll be like, ooh, that's kind of what's been fun about this. Like they, everything they give you is like, okay, that yeah. was good. Yeah. With the exception. Was it was delicious. With the exception of, you know, shorter episodes. But yeah, I, I, I think now, now that I think about it more and more is like there's only eight episodes this season and last season. Right. But th- this has to be costing, you know, Oh, it's got to be like 20, it 20, 40 million dollars, maybe even an episode. I don't know. It's <laughs> yeah, I don't know either, but it's got to be. It's it's a good. They're in the millions per episode. I would say that easily. Yeah. So that's understandable why know. it's only, you know, eight episodes. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And like they're each at the most 45 minutes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, success. Really good. Success. Good yeah. episode. What did you, what'd you say? Yeah. I would say it's a really good episode. I can't wait for the next one. Goddamn right. Goddamn right. Hey, uh, Ricky, you know what I, I've had for the past couple weeks and I did not know about it? My wife uh, told me, it's like, oh, we have that. I was like, what? You didn't know about it? I didn't know we even had it. We've had it and I didn't know we've had it. Okay. What I've is got, it? I've got, I've got the cock. Oh, really? <laughs> I do. Nice. Wait, right, for so. Those you, for those it... of you who don't know, for those of you who don't know, it's uh, the peacock. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the streaming service and i the reason i bring that up is because i just found out that we had it uh the beginning of last week i was like what so this weekend came around and i was bored and actually had nothing to do because my my wife had the kids and i was just sitting here i was like looking for something to watch and like i've watched everything i was like hey we got the peacock what's on there and lo and behold saved by the bell what's on there oh, the yeah. <laughs> and i gotta tell you guys if you go into it with a with a I don't want to say open mind, but if you go into it with knowing what you're going into, like you're going into a say by the bell, you know, continuation show or whatever you want to call it, mm. you will love it. It is funny. Really? <laughs> it's very tongue in cheek. If you've never seen Saved by the Bell, I'm talking about the original, don't even bother. Like you're not gonna get it. <laughs> you're not gonna you're not gonna get the references, you're not gonna get you're just gonna be like, this is stupid. But if you've seen the original, and actually have like maybe even a fondness for it, you will like it. Um, I really, I, uh, like you. I know you like Saved by the Bell. Uh, you would really mm-hmm. like it. There's a lot of funny things in it. Like the very first scene, the very first, like no, I shouldn't say the first scene, but first episode. So, so Jesse Spano is um spoilers, I guess <laughs> if anyone cares. <laughs> but Jesse Spano works at Bayside. She's a child psychologist. Casey um, Slater is, is a coach. Of course. And um, Zach Morris is the governor of California. <laughs> Didn't see that one coming. <laughs> and he's married to Tiffany Amperth. He's in a Kelly Slate, uh, Kelly. And um, so, so basically, uh, what's my call? Yeah. So AC Slater's walking through the halls. He goes and he says something to um Jesse. You know, of course. And he goes like, "All right, Mama, <laughs> I'll see you at second period, or whatever." She goes, "Slater, I thought we talked about this." He goes, "Sorry, Doctor Mama." <laughs> 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 I, like to me it's just funny like it's just it's those kind of like jokes that like it's like really stupid but like okay it works because you know the history and stuff yeah it's it's really good <laughs> and um so zach one of the first things the way the show starts is obviously he's the governor he becomes the governor because he didn't so they're telling everyone's backstory like real quick like you know kind of like a dialogue a voiceover mm-hmm. and uh, they go into slater he's the coach or you know the football team of basically bayside of Bayside, Jesse's the child psychologist. Um, Kelly married her her high school sweetheart, Zach Morris. Zach Morris. Zach Morris. 
became governor because he didn't want to pay a parking ticket. So he ran for governor to get it. <laughs> and then, uh, but before that, he was a lawyer and it shows him when he was on that show with Brooke and Byer. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Like, before that, he was a lawyer, a successful lawyer. <laughs> yeah. So they show that. And like, so he wins the governor, you know, he's the governor and he puts into his first uh, thing of action. He's trying to cut budgets and, he, and so he ends up cutting school budgets and they have to close all these uh, inner city schools. So obviously the public's mad. They're like, you know, you, you know, these schools don't have funding as it is. The little bit of funding that you cut now, we got to shut down the schools. Where are these kids going to go? Doesn't everybody deserve it? So he goes, you know what? Yeah, they do. I went to a great school. My son goes to a great school. It's Bayside. Why don't we just move these inner city kids into Bayside? And that's kind of the whole plot for the whole series. This okay. series is moving these inner city kids to get the, the, the life that the kids at Bayside get to get, you know? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. It's kind of like, and so you get a fish out of water story with the new four new kids that go that, you know, they kind of, or three new kids that they focus on. And uh, so they're just like, you know, everything's weird to them. Cause they're like, you guys have a cafeteria, your cafeteria is a restaurant. You guys have a sit down restaurant for your cafeteria. Like, you know, the, the max. Right. It's like, well, yeah, <laughs> you know, this is like, uh, you know, and so they're trying to get their books like, Oh, we're all, we're, we're paperless. You know, you just scan this card and then you got everything sent to your, your laptop or whatever. It's like, I don't have a laptop. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Like the, 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 the dichotomy and like, Again, like they bring back friends forever and like things just they bring back certain, you know, classic scenes. Okay, so I, I, yeah, Yeah. like you said, like I I remember watching the show. I loved the show growing up. So this this pretty much isn't like like um, how they shot it. Right. This is more of like, you know, an actual um, CSI kind of shooting like they're actually shooting like with actual locations and stuff like that rather than like a studio or something like that. Uh, I don't, I couldn't tell if there were locations. I mean, I don't know. That it's not, I could never tell the difference between a studio or whatever, but they, I mean, obviously they film it in high school. It takes just like the first one takes most place in the max mm-hmm. or uh, the school. Uh, don't really shoot too many things at home. Just like the other one. Um, the kids are the, are actually are the stars of the show. You have three kids from the inner cities and you have three kids from uh, Bayside that they focus on you have zach's son who's called mac (laughs) (laughs) really he's just like yeah he's just like he's just like zach he plays all these pranks but even they hyper he they hyperize it like he's even more worse than zach like he's like you know they (laughs) they get the tongue-in-cheek of it they get how zach morris really is just trash (laughs) right i was gonna Uh, say that they they put that you know uh kelly uh, jesse spano has a son uh and he's like the football star but he's kind of more the eight you know how she was always very political very smart he's really dumb but he's really good at like you know he's like the dumb jock mm-hmm. um, so they kind of flip it kind of like that um um yeah so you know so they have their two kids and then also they have um what's the other third kid that's in uh oh that's um a girl she's not related to anybody but she's um like the popular girl a girl <laughs> yeah yeah, I forget her name. That's why, but because I watched all of it really quick, and it was, it was it's really good. Like there's they, you know, like I said, they don't take it seriously at all. And like if you know that's what they're doing, like they're doing it's all on purpose. Like you know, the one I think it's the second episode. Zach um, is they all become friends really quick, and the new girl that's from the inner city, she comes over and like she's like a go go. She's like the Jesse Spano. She's like a really good go getter. She can do everything. She's like I don't know how I'm gonna get this all done. And Zach's like or Mac, I should say, offers her you know pills the caffeine pills oh, she's like, Let's take some of these and so jesse comes she overhears it and she's walking to the house she's like did i just say someone take caffeine pills 
you don't understand. You, you, you take one and then you'll take another and it just gets, you get so excited. And then you <laughs> he's like, you just can't cough. And then before you know it, you're losing a, a record deal with your girl group. <laughs> wow. And they're just, the kids just looking like, what are you talking about? Like, Never mind. <laughs> They're all, she's all like, you don't know, man. <laughs> yeah. So this is like, you know, things like that. It's like, you got to realize like, it's just, they're really trying to be stupid. So it's not it's the, like they realize what the show is like, you know? So do I think it's the best show? No, but if you're a fan, you will like it. Cool. Like it doesn't, it doesn't do a disservice. I don't think. I might have. So that's the subscription that's kind of free, right? Or they do have two versions. See, that's, I, I kind of, I didn't get mad, but because I, I, I've seen it on our, on our Roku, like our lineup. Yeah. Cause like, shoot. Cause I was like, I told her a while ago, I'm like, it's free. Might as well download it. So we downloaded it and I guess she bought it. Cause like, you know, I was like, I thought we had like a, so I never really went into it. Cause I'm like, it's free. It probably expired. Then I was just like saying like, you know what? There's a, there's a couple good shows. I not good shows, but I'm like things I just want to check out. I'm like, I wish I could check out that Save by the Bell thing. The AP bio looks kind of good. Mm-hmm. Um, just different things. She's like, we do have it. I'm like, what? <laughs> she's like, I, be, I bought it. And she's like, because she wanted to see Parks and Rec. Like, she needs to have Parks and Rec in her life. Like, you know, <laughs> she just watches it, like, randomly. So, like, I'm like, and they took it off Netflix. So, I was like, all right, well. Good um, thing they paid a lot of money for that. So. <laughs> speaking about um, the Peacock and, and NBC, one of our shows, Donald, one of our favorite shows, is calling yes. it quits this season. Ooh. Um. I don't know if you heard the news or not, but I'm I'm pretty oh, yeah, I'm Super pretty devastated. Store. Superstore, yeah. Yeah, they also have all the episodes of Superstore. Yeah, I can't believe. And here's the thing, it, it, and unless I read it's this, America first, Paul. unless I read this wrong, they didn't. To me, I don't feel like they promoted this season very well. Now I understand with with everything a, yeah. with everything, with everything going on yeah. going on, I, I can understand that yeah, the the whole COVID thing, but. Being that America Ferrera was leaving this this season, the beginning of the season, I yeah. still feel like she was just irrelevant. I told my wife. I mean, honestly, she could, I could watch the show without her. <laughs> yeah, I I I kind I think of it works. I think it'll work without her. Like, I kind of feel that if I'm if I'm really looking into it now, like yes, she was a big part of it, but the surrounding characters, I feel. Like Dina could have actually taken that role a lot, yeah, a lot bet a lot more. Yeah. Um, then you introduce any other girl, honestly, any yeah, other girl, any maybe other a girl. season later, for to take to to take over, and then maybe she'd be the the new love interest of Jonah or whatever, you know? Right. Really easy for you guys, you just give it a season and give it next season. They didn't even they didn't even try to give it this. I mean, and she could always make cameos with you know, oh, I'm in California, like skyping or zooming, or whatever, you know? Yeah. The the I I was really interested how they were gonna you know break up Jonah and uh, and Amy. Yeah, it kind of sucked. That sucked. It it was not what I expected. Like it was it was civil, but at the same time it was just like this 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 kind of felt flat for me. Right. It, didn't, it didn't feel right. Like you know sometimes the TV couples that break up you're like oh yeah that that was coming. Right. Like this was just like it didn't feel forced. Like it didn't feel like it was ready. Yeah. It, it just. Yeah, to me it felt flat. Um, I, it was no, there was really no animosity towards each other's characters, you know, nothing. Yeah. Um, but I, I, 
I don't know. Like I'm, I'm sad that that this is going to be the last thing. Six seasons is not is not bad at all. But it's not bad. It's just I could have went two more seasons. But let, let's let's just think about it. Like what more could go forward? You know, I mean, how, yeah, that's true. That's true. How much more story is really in that store? A lot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we still we still have uh, um, Garrett, right? He's he's he he seems like he's interested in in Dina again. Yeah, so I mean, there's always storylines you can pursue. I mean, it's the way I look at it. There's always storylines. Um, I think there was the, <laughs> I don't know what episode it was. If it was either this last one or the one before, where Dina suggested that nobody talk to the to each other, and then the customer went to Sandra's line and she asked, "How are you doing?" And Sandra's, like, "I can't answer you." <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm not allowed to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> That show's awesome. If you haven't checked it out, check it out. Super sore. Yeah, super sore. That is a good recommendation. It's a really good show. I, I freaking love that show. It's it hilarious. On Hulu and I also got it on the CAC. Yeah. Um, yeah, but but um oh okay, let's uh let's finish it out with some um, let me get some uh I guess a, a new Nick Nick Cage of the Day. You got one? You call it Cage of the Day. Cage of the Day? The catch of the day, cage of the day. All right, like that. <laughs> <laughs> I just came up with that. I'm pretty proud. All right, here you're age of the day. Okay, well then let me let me let me drop this bumper in there. It's not Nick Cage theme song, but uh, this is uh, I think this is appropriate. No, no, nope, that's not the right one. That sounds. Hope you're good about to change your clothes because your eyes are about to piss tears. You nasty. All right, Dom. <laughs> one of the best characters in a sitcom. <laughs> I'm telling you. Okay, so. Not so much news, but I did read on, um, and if you guys aren't aware, Looper is a really cool, um, they got a YouTube channel, and then they also got like a blog. They have a lot of cool sci-fi nerd junk. Um, and they took a survey, and apparently it looks like uh, Nick Cage's most fan favorite movie is uh, National Treasure. Yeah. I, yeah, uh, yeah so, you sent that to me. and I, I, don't thought... know what, I don't know what you guys think about that, but what I think about it is, I think the reason why they can say that or why the poll would skew that way is because literally I think that's his only movie where from like maybe age nine to age 90, it's pretty enjoyable. Like it doesn't go too crazy in any one direction. No, it doesn't. It's, it's, it's and he kinda, he's kind of tame in that movie too, as far as Nick Cage can be tamed. So yeah, I can see it. Um, I think it helps too that Disney was the one that financed it, of course. And, pre- yeah, of and course. but they they made that one and National Treasure 2. Me personally, I love the first one. I don't really care for the second one. But yeah, I'll watch the second it. one, yeah, it's not as good. But the first one, it's it's a pretty solid movie. It's good. Um there was uh did did, did we have a small little discussion about which which Nick Cage movie that we actually liked or not? Which I we, we, like cuz I didn't I I think I remember saying like I yeah, I love that one, but I don't I wouldn't consider it my favorite. Right, right, right. Um, my yeah, and that's how I was. I read that. I was like, really, it's not my favorite, but I mean, it definitely is good, and I think that's why it maybe won because like, it's definitely just the most solid. Where it's just you can see, like I said, like the age range is very wide. It's not you know anyone. It's you know it appeals to most people. I think. Yeah. Um, so it does have something for it. Like uh, yeah, I I do like that movie, but my my favorite Nick Cage movie isn't that one. It's to me, it's Face Off. It will always be Face Off. 
Oh god, that movie's so freaking over the top. <laughs> I love that movie, man. Speaking of Nick Cage, now that you bring it up, I just happened to have watched what I could muster as much possibility as I could in watching this movie. It's called the Humanity Bureau. Have you ever heard of it? No, but now I'm gonna watch it. <laughs> so let me just give you this little little brief thing. And I, I only watched about 30 minutes, man, because at that point I was just like, oh my God, this is just, it's too much. I, I can't, I'm not allowed to indulge this much Nick Cage. But it, it, apparently, do you remember the Honky Talk Man, the WWE or WWF wrestler Honky Talk Man? I really do. Junkyard oh. Dog, Honky Tonk Man. Okay, so Nick, Nick Cage is pretty much the Honky Talk Man. He dresses like him in this movie. With the except with with, uh, with with the exception of uh, um, the the clothing itself, but the hairdo, all I could see was the honky tonk man this whole time as he was acting. So, yeah. um, I, I I again I didn't finish the movie and I didn't really catch the very the very beginning of it. But he's uh, there's this bureau of humanity in the future. He's part of it. Everything's digital, of course, and he's trying to help save. Uh, I don't know this woman and his and her child. I don't know what yep. the relationship really is between them, but there's a scene where he goes into where he gets them out of a, a sticky situation with the, the other people of the Bureau that are trying to kill the woman or capture the woman. I'm not too entirely sure. But do you remember um, the scene from Grandma's Boy when the when the monkey was driving the guys to the... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you know that was fake. And yeah. in this movie, Humanity Bureau, there's there's several scenes of this, and not just in the car with Nicolas Cage, but oh, there's several scenes where you see them exaggerate them driving in the car with the background, you know, on a green screen and just going all haywire. And I, it just caught my attention. I mean, was it for artistic effects? I mean, because they do that in Pulp Fiction and it kind of works. It's uh, kind of cool. If it, no, it. Uh, if it was for an artistic effect, um, you know, it's maybe the director was the only one that saw the art in it. But uh, <laughs> well, I mean, like I said, it's in, they do it in Pulp Fiction, and it kind of works. It gives it like a noir feeling when because it kind of fits for the scene. Like when Bruce, when Bruce, remember when Bruce Willis is getting uh, in the driveway in, yeah. the, in the taxi from the. I mean, obviously, you could tell that's a green screen. Like, yeah, well, I, I just figured they did it for artistic effect. Like, it looks kind of <laughs> cool. Well, um, this movie's not that, that. This movie's not that old. It's uh, it came out in 2017, but it was just okay. uh, it was just I, I I couldn't really finish it. It was just it's just something else, man. Sounds like a Nick Cage movie. <laughs> um, but yeah, that All was right. that was my little uh, discovery of a Nick Cage film I never heard of. There you go. <laughs> there you go. All right, but we still love you, Nicholas. There you go. We love you. Uh, thanks for stopping by, Mando Monday. Hell you yeah. Um, yeah, guys. I got nothing. I, I, don't, I, yeah, I don't have anything else either. So uh, why don't I just end by saying we got several ways to listen to us. Like always, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Overcast.com, Anchor.fm is where we live and how we, pro- where we produce this podcast and allows us to reach out to everybody else and put our, the other podcast outlets to, to, Put this podcast out yes also if you want to follow us on uh, instagram it's i'm the nerd he's the geek go ahead and give us a follow give us a give us a like on our pictures um you know dm us let us know what you're talking about let us know what you like what you don't like also um click the link in the bio it'll take you to anchor.fm and also you can um 
if you don't like any of the options to listen to, you could also uh, go to message anchor and tell them what you need to, what you'd like to hear us on. There is a feature for that. Yeah, there, there, there is. And yeah, utilize it guys. <laughs> Feel free. It's yeah, free. it's free. Not, it doesn't cost. And then the other thing too is um, if there's, mm-hmm. if there's okay. a, if there's a way, I mean, if you reach out to us, even on, on uh, Instagram, you know, uh, I am, DMs, right? Direct message. If you DMs, listen to those DMs. <laughs> if you uh, let us know, like if there's another way you prefer, we can look into it. We um, look into it. on contacting us because there's several outlets we have yet to explore yet, and there's you know several out there that we can explore. Just uh, we just Instagram and Anchor is what we have right now. So <laughs> let us know, and we'll be there for you. Uh, success for the show. Success. Yeah. Success. Yeah. Give it up. Yeah, thank you, thank you. We'll be here all. We'll be here till next minute. My dog's freaking out. It's gonna make a lot of noise right now. Well, thanks guys. Thanks for showing up. Thanks for hanging out with us. Thanks for giving us your time. Hope you had a good Mando Monday, and uh, and we love you. I'm out. (laughs) Go geek yourselves. Later, nerd herd.